Hello there and welcome to the Really Useful Podcast. My name is Christian Corley and with me is Gavin Phillips. And we are here to give you the um, the basics, the, the essential information about the technology that matters to you without all the complicated stuff. Um, I'm very happy to say that we are now part of uh, MakeUseOf.com. Uh, we, we work uh, on the MakeUseOf.com website anyway, uh, myself and Gavin and Ben and uh and ian and all the other uh, really useful podcast hosts um we've got some new ones coming along which you'll uh, meet in due course hopefully so uh, it may make sense to bring the really useful podcast into the make use of family so um big thanks to the um the, the honchos that make use of for making that happen uh we've been away for a few weeks uh christmas break that sort of thing gets uh coming to terms with the new year hopefully you have as well gavin how's your new year going I had a fantastic new year. Um, I bought a house just before Christmas, so it's all been uh, all been go go go, and then of course straight into the Christmas and New Year period. So um, yeah, very frantic. And how about yourself, Christian? Oh, uh, sedentary, I would say in comparison. <laughs> have you have you bought a house at Christmas before? That seems like the worst possible thing to me. It was uh, quite stressful. Um, we made the stress worse by heading off to see uh, Natalie, my wife's dad, uh, for a month, uh, almost straight afterwards as well. So we, we moved in and then left. So uh, we came back to an absolute uh, horror show in the house. So, yeah, the last few weeks have been very exciting and interesting and not stressful at all in any way (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i mean obviously we're going to be talking about um making use of technology particularly useful stuff was was there any portion of the house buying process where you found a solution on the internet i think um one of the biggest things i found actually was using uh like the automated and online uh, mortgage advisors, which um, for many people I think is is a is a handy option at least um, if you're struggling with meeting brokers and getting to the bank and and having face to face meetings. Um, and they might not always have the information that you need or what you want to hear, but it definitely gives you a good scope on uh, what might be available in your sort of area of mortgages. Um, I know there's quite a few in the UK market. There's definitely a few in the US market as well. Um, And you don't have to leave your home or go to the bank or what have you. So you can do it on your lunch break and um, and whatnot. So that, that was definitely quite handy. So is that, is that a web service or is that someone that you book to come to your home? No, that was web service, all online. Right. Um, I'm trying to think one off the top of my head was uh, Habito. Um, and you it's like a, an automated chatbot, basically. Um, so you go through a series of questions. You provide it your details, information, earnings, et cetera, et cetera. And then at the end, it links you up with one of their dedicated mortgage advisors. And they go through the information with you. Um, and you can log into it any time of day complete the questionnaire and then someone will get back to you so it's quite handy in that sense yeah Yeah. all online definitely very interesting very interesting okay so um it's the new year it's 2019 have you got used to writing the date yet i probably got used to about a day ago oh yeah i'm afraid so yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm still, I'm still going for 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said I've um. This isn't directly related to what we're going to be talking about, but I've just seen an advert for razors, um, and I was a little perturbed by the um, and confused mostly by the Gillette ads campaign recently. Because mm. um, I'm I'm basically I've, I I don't want to say I've taken it personally, but I basically lost confidence in Gillette because if they're going to mess up their advertising so badly, are they going to then mess up their manufacturing? I kind of, I just want my things to do what I pay them for, not to sort of tell me off or even tell me I'm doing the right thing. I, as far as I'm concerned, the right thing is to have a, a good shave. So I'm kind of looking, I'm in a business for another razor company, basically. Whoa, uh, whoa. I mean, as, as a, as a man who doesn't shave very often, um, <laughs> I just can't help you on that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually doing the opposite. Maybe it's like a a protest that I wasn't aware that I was having, but I've decided I'm gonna try and grow mine out as much as I can. So maybe it's like a, a subconscious protest at um being told what to do by the people that provide a razor. But I do agree with you. It's it's unnecessary to to step over that line, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, just it, it just changes things a little bit, and it it, it there's, there's a whole you know we I'm I'm giving you money because this is what you're good at. I'm not giving you money because I want you to tell me actually I should be doing something else. I don't know. It just it all feels uncomfortable and wrong, and it, as you say, there is there's a line that seems to be overstepped. But anyway, let's move on from that. I'm sure Gillette won't be the last. Um, however, it is the beginning of the year, and things can be. A little bit challenging uh, for the first few weeks of the year. I, I mean, I certainly had a tough January. Uh, it wasn't particularly dry. Mm. Uh, I, I don't really do that kind of thing, to be honest with you. But I mean, I'm you know, I, I, I'm not a binge drinker or anything. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't want to accidentally paint this <laughs> portrait of this kind yourself, of Christian. alcoholic <laughs> podcaster. Uh, <laughs> and he says, sipping a can of ginger beer. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I think it's important at this time of year to 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 to, to move towards a kind of a positive outlook because you, you're going to into a new year, and you know you've got 12 months of scariness ahead of you. Um, 12 months of what you're going to do. Is it all going to be the same? What can you achieve? And I think it's important to to to, to make it as positive as possible, which is um, why I. Um, Stumbled upon uh, an article that make use of to come by uh, Mihir Patkar called Five Brain Hacking Positivity Apps to Manage Depression and Change Your Mood. Now, I will be honest, um, because it's probably the, the best way to be. I do tend to get the occasional black mood at this time of year. And I do find that vitamin, vitamins and uh, St. John's wort, or as I call it, because I'm British, St. John's wort. Go for all you Brits out there. Um, helps a lot. Um, um, is there anything that um, stands out to you Gavin from this Um, from the article um, definitely I think uh, the the one project I downloaded and had and had a good flick through Um, and I do think the idea of the therapeutic photography um, is quite good because it's it's getting you out there back into the world especially at a time if you do feel a bit dark and down and the weather can be a bit overcast I mean especially our friends in the states they've had 
the the crazy crazy uh polar vortex haven't they so if you could get out and try and make at least the best of what's going on around you and try and see some of the beauty in your local environment i do think things like that really really help yeah yeah i'd I'd agree with that i I think that's really interesting i mean there is another suggestion in the article which is uh hilacrity uh which is a daily questionnaire to reduce stress for me personally doing a questionnaire is the last thing that's going to reduce stress (laughs) i hate you know they pop up all the time is um there is i mean i'm in the middle of uh filling out a form quite quite a long application form for a uh uh, kind of writing uh, competition is not the right word but we'll call it competition and you know it's endless question after question after question and some of them mm. are very similar to, the answers you give are similar to the answers you've already given so you're then thinking oh do I need to reshape that question for that question hey you know questionnaires you're just stressful full stop however there is another one in there that I, I do think is quite an interesting one which is different um, spin which is a Uper, um which is an Android and iOS bots app um, which is a bot to track moods and rewire your brains. So the, the mood tracking thing, I think that's really interesting. I think that could yeah. be, prove to be really, really useful. Yeah, that looks interesting, doesn't it? I think this whole thing with, uh, uh, I've read something else recently about, you know, trying to rewire your brain. Um, and I'm not sure how you necessarily go about doing that, but I guess if you've got a process within the app that can help you get from A to B, um like it says, yeah, short-term exercises, guided meditations uh, for situations where you're feeling bogged down and want an instant boost. And I think at times that's that is what people need, isn't it? Just to get yeah. over that the hump that's in front of you at that immediate time. If you've got something to turn to on your phone, it's always in your pocket. Just pull it out, and you can try and get through that bit. So, yeah, that does sound very interesting. Yeah, definitely. So there's f- there's five in total. Um, the article also takes a look at um, Pause by Pausable, which is a, another mobile app for Android and iOS, and Mood Rise, which is a mood changing app. It, it presents you with mood changing videos, which I'm I'm actually going to try out on my son, which will hopefully help him control his mood. You never know. Um, might work on some t- temper tantrums there. Uh, we we can but uh, experiment with that. Uh, so yeah, um, as ever on the really useful podcast, if you um, have a read below the bit that you're listening to, you'll find the show notes and you'll find links to these articles and anything else relevant that we're talking about in this week's show. I I tell you what, I've um, this. I'm just throwing this in because it, um, I've just remembered. But I've I've done these two reviews on makeuseof.com and they're they're related to giveaways, so it's probably a good idea to mention them right now. So uh, the first one I've done uh, was recently published. It was published first was for a Linux laptop uh, from Librem who produce very secure hardware. So if you're uh, concerned about privacy and security online, um, this laptop comes with kill switches for Wi-Fi and bluetooth and for um the webcam and the microphone and the it's encryption is by default on the hard drive as well and there's various other um security aspects to that so um it's an expensive laptop it's uh um twelve thirteen hundred dollars i think uh so it's certainly worth taking the time to enter that competition and the other one that 
if I can just find it, because I seem to have misplaced it, um, which is a little bit embarrassing, is a handheld DIY retro gaming console called the Game Shell from Clockwork Pie. Both of those reviews, and it's a great little thing, and you can put your own games, um, your own favourite retro games on it, install emulators if that's your thing, but it's DIY, you get to build it from, not from scratch, obviously, because it's like motherboards and stuff, but you put all the components together and you can customise it. It's a very cool little thing. Again, that's a giveaway, so I'll make use of the con that I'm uh, responsible for. So I thought it was a good idea to share that uh, while I get my uh, brain in order and at last find the other link for the uh, next item. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so listen, um, this time of year, uh, as, as we've already um, discussed, you, you're kind of looking to the future, aren't you? And one of the things you might do is um, sort out your LinkedIn profile. Are you on LinkedIn, Gavin? I am on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we, are we, are we, are we connected on LinkedIn? I don't know. I'm not sure, you know. You know. I know, I don't know. I'm connected to a few other make use of people. I'm connected to a lot of uh, random people. Uh, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. The, and marketers yeah. as well. Lots of marketers. Lots of marketers, recruiters. And... Um, I noticed as soon as I started writing in earnest for make use of, there were lots of um, people who own factories in China contacting me <laughs> and asking if I wanted to re- review their, you know, odd, very odd products. Yes. Uh, so um, I've tried to avoid adding any of those um, because there's like, you know, a few a day. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one way to look extremely popular, I guess, if you uh, if you do add them all. <laughs> yeah, you get a massive circle that way, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, um, yeah, I mean, I've been linked on a while, and I've I've got a strange combination of people from my diff- the different phases of my career. So I've I've got school friends, I've got fellow make use of colleagues, I've got people that I worked with uh, in the NHS, um, <laughs> people connected to the BBC and British television. It's a strange mix. Uh, to be honest with you, um, although I've never worked for the BBC, I should add at this stage. But I know people who know people, um, so it's probably ha- it's probably happened that way. So anyway, um, so yeah, LinkedIn is a thing. If you are looking for a new career, then LinkedIn's a good place to start with getting your CV online, um, and you know just general your resume, what you've been doing, contact making contacts with various companies or recruiters or recruitment agencies or whatever but once you've done that it's kind of useful to know who's been checking you out in the professional sense uh now one of the ways of doing that and there are others but one of the ways of doing that and probably the best way is with a paid account have you tried linkedin premium yeah i did the i did the one month trial actually yeah Hmm. Um, have you have you given it a go i did the one month trial as well how did it work out for you well i think um i enjoyed the the insight it gave to me but i think i would have found it more profitable overall if i'd have been um sort of actively looking for work at the time so um i think it it popped up in an offer in your in your inbox doesn't it and that's that's where you get the deal from for the one month free trial um so it was there so i took it on um 
The insights were interesting and it was good to see the the entire spectrum of who is looking because you see you've had X amount of profile viewers within the last 90 days. But on the free basic account that most people have, you, you can only see, I, th- I think it's four or five people at a time. Oh, is right. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think if I had been looking for a job uh, properly, being able to see the, the people, especially I found... Um, the people that have been looking at my account in my local area was quite interesting because there were people sort of in media and tech uh, and what have you throughout Cornwall that had been looking that I, I had no idea about from the free account. So that sort of insight was, was very useful. The, 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 the whole idea of there being media and tech people in Cornwall is um, I'm trying to stifle a laugh. Obviously, clearly. Clearly, there are. I'm just thinking of people who fix combine harvesters, though, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and pasties. Don't forget the pasties. <laughs> Pasty engineers. Um, yeah. Well, you, you know, LinkedIn, um, I think it's important to have a LinkedIn account. If you're looking for work, it's important to have a LinkedIn account. If you're not looking for work, but, you know, in this day and age, there's a very good chance you are going to be looking for work within five years or so. Um, or even moving with your own company. I think it's important to have a LinkedIn account, whether it's active or not. Uh, I, I'm i going to say to you, Gavin, have you ever had, have you ever felt the benefit of having a LinkedIn account? Have you Has it benefited you? Have you gained employment? I have gained direct employment through LinkedIn twice, actually. Right. Uh, and it wasn't even work that I solicited myself. It was people that had uh, reached out and contacted me um, on the basis that, read my work and um someone else had said that i might be interested in work another linkedin member so um, yeah so i think in that i i went for years i've got to say without it doing anything and it was just you know there and i had it there because i was doing courses and meeting people and you know like you said it, it is a handy thing in that sense because it does prevent uh present quite a professional front if you present your account in that manner mm-hmm. uh, and in that obviously it is different to the other sort of social media networks uh, twitter facebook etc um like i'd never advise anybody that wanted to contact me to go to my facebook page because it's just it's not a professional thing not that i'm posting anything you know awful on there but it's just not it's just not where i direct people so so in that it is it is very useful yeah, I've um, I've also had two uh, opportunities via LinkedIn that came to me. I I didn't uh, contact them. One of them was Android Magazine, uh, which was a uh, Imagine Publishing publication, which one of our make use of colleagues, Andy Betts, was editor of. It was actually him who contacted me. Mm. Uh, and Imagine eventually ended up being swallowed by Future Publishing, and I'm I'm still writing with Future Publishing. Uh, ah, nice. To, yeah, I contribute to Linux format uh, monthly now, so uh, so that that's good. Um, so yeah, it uh, just shows you. Yeah, LinkedIn is definitely worth having. And there's a, a article by Saikat Basu on MakeUseOf.com called "How to See Who Has Viewed Your LinkedIn Profile." It's definitely worth you taking the time to look at that if a new job, new career, uh, is something that you're looking for in 2019. It's like, do you know? I was reading something yesterday or the day before on twitter uh they said that next year 1990 will be 30 years ago 
when I think of 30 years ago, I'm thinking of 1970. And that's pretty much me. When someone says to me 30 years ago, I think 1970. I still think it's 2000. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's well, going on? I was only uh, a speck back in those days, Christian. So uh, I can't help you out, I'm afraid. Yeah, well, I mean, I was, I, yeah, I'm not that old, but you know, I just, you know, I'm 43, so I was 25 in 2000. So yeah, you know, so. I remember the 70s very vaguely. I remember moving house in 1978-9 over Christmas. There you go. It's like you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and so, so, you know, 30 years before, you know. I, I'm, I, are we all perpetually 25, do you think? Maybe that's what it is? Oh, well, I mean, you, know, you just want to live the heyday again and again and again, don't you? The glory well, days. I'm, I think my glory days was... <laughs> When I got when I met Kerry, got married. <laughs> I was a bit older than twenty five. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything glorious about those days. Uh, oh, they're listening to you. you I mean, you can say that something different if you want. No, there's no one here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all in bed. Uh, listen, you, you've been a busy guy, haven't you? Because you've been uh, investigating the importance of uh, two factor authentication, which. The big problem with two-factor authentication, which maybe it's worth us looking at in more detail one day, is its name. Because it sounds unnecessarily complicated, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. And I think people, uh, I think people put off turning it on because they think it's going to be a faff. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to have to do one extra thing every time you you sign into an account. Um, but in reality, the security that it that it does offer you is is so worth the 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 slight delay into logging into an account that um, it's just it's incredible that people that, that don't want to go for it. So two factor, <clears throat> or sorry, excuse me, two factor authentication works by locking your account with two separate factors. It's there in the name. The factor is something you know, such as a password, something you have, such as your phone, or something you are, such as a fingerprint. Um, most of the time, um, you're gonna use a password um, along with your phone. Um, and the confusion comes in, whereas if you lock your account with two of the same thing, two of the same factors, it's called two-step authentication. So that would be, your password and uh, a security question like your mother's maiden name. Um, and at this point, we know that additional security questions like your mother's maiden name are fairly dangerous these days because of the amount of breaches there are and how how easy it is to track down information uh, on people and what people post on their social media. This is very revealing. Um, and setting up 2FA on a huge amount or a huge range of your accounts is now it's just insanely easy um especially people like google who are really pushing it um you just get a prompt on your phone you don't have to type in a code it just mm -hmm. pops up and if it's you you say yes and if it's not you say no and it locks your account it's that simple so it's very worth investigating 
do you think there's any time where or any any occasions where it's maybe too much where it's not actually required that much well that's an interesting question christian um i think it maybe depends on the account you're trying to protect i mean i have Mm. it set up on all of my most important accounts you know i've got it on my amazon account i've got it on my facebook account on my twitter you know um for me it's anything that's gonna give away the keys to the kingdom as it were you know you want to have it on your email account because if someone gets into there then they can run riot and start resetting all sorts of things you know um i'm just trying to think of accounts where it wouldn't be that worthwhile really um i mean i don't have it on my bbc sounds account because that's just for listening to the radio you know and you have to sign into it these days but that's sort of unnecessary but you know i would say anything where you've got banking details that are constantly there and potentially constantly available uh you know your netflix etc etc um you should have two-factor authentication turned on fair point yeah fair enough uh i mean i i find it uh very useful i use it a, a lot i've found recently that uh because of the vast number of amazon services that i use uh it's, it proves really useful uh the only things i have to have my phone with me in order to get the text message uh, from Amazon because that's the way I've got it set up uh, but um, yeah it is I, I just wish it was a little bit more f- user friendly from the naming point of view if they did just come up with a slightly better name for it I think more people will be using because I think it is vital in fact, I don't think I know it is vital for people to use uh, and you know it, that authentication it's, it's got to become more and more widely used if we're going to ever get away from the risk of online fraud and having our accounts hacked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you see how many data breaches there are, and of course, yeah. I mean, data breaches aren't always from people losing their accounts, but then it's when those data breaches happen uh, and people's accounts suddenly start getting hacked and uh you know people are losing banking credentials and all sorts of stuff and uh it's only then then people start wishing that they'd taken those few moments to actually do it um you know it only takes a few seconds for each account so yeah yeah so this is um, really linked to an article that Gavin has um, produced called How to Secure Your Account to TFA, Gmail, Outlook, and more, in which he looks at Gmail, uh, Outlook, uh, which, also, uh, which is Microsoft's uh, web-based Outlook email service, the sort of uh, successor of Hotmail, and uh, also looks at uh, Apple and iCloud and Facebook and even Twitter and Instagram. I didn't know there's two facts on Twitter. No, it's quite... Well, not recently. They've they've tweaked it and changed it a few times. Um, but yeah, it's handy. And like Instagram as well. Uh, they they only introduced that. I think it was last year. Uh, yeah, 2018. So that's actually quite a recent addition to to Instagram. And as more and more people are sort of 
switching from Facebook to Instagram uh, and you do tend to use it on your phone, it's, it is worth having because you can yeah. the authenticator app, you can get authenticator apps as well that um, they just read the they read the code straight over to the app. So it, yeah, you don't yeah. even have to worry about copying and pasting a code over your phone just automatically does it. So you've given yourself an extra layer of security um, and it automatically takes care of it for you. So that's, that's an app such as uh, Google's authenticator, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Google Authenticator. Um, the other really good one is uh, Authy. Um, that's right. well worth a check out because that one, uh, unlike Google's version, actually syncs across your devices. Um, so if you've got a phone and a tablet, whatever, you can sync between your both things so you don't have to constantly reach out for one device or the other. So uh, that's well I worth see. it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, so that really brings us to the end of our really useful podcast. It's the first of 2019. It's uh, it's a new run of episodes of the really useful podcast. Uh, we'll be here for a few months and then we'll be taking a break. A uh, big thank you to Gavin Phillips for uh, joining me, and a big thank you to you, our listeners, for uh, sticking with us over the break. And uh, we've got loads more great stuff to talk about over the coming weeks making technology work for you simplifying everything so you know it's not all about cpu frame rates and megahertz and gigabytes and all that sort of stuff we're making the technology personal and uh, i should i should ask if you don't need any help with that but you need someone that does then pass the really useful podcast on to your elderly relative your partner your child, anyone who you think you think can benefit from the information that we're giving out, um, share it and let us know uh, what you think and let us know if you have any uh, suggestions for us, either uh, via Twitter or via makeyourself.com, uh, where you should find this podcast and uh, all those in the future. Uh, Gavin, thank you for joining me. No problem, Christian. Thank you for having me. Excellent. And until next time, it's goodbye from us. Bye.